left has us all wrong. We don't want to simply turn the clock back to a time when the status quo of elitist deep state bureaucrats dominated us. We want to restore the republic our founders intended, an America that is of, by, and for the people. An America that abides by its constitution without fail. Coming to you from the land of common sense and American pride. The Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner starts now. All right, welcome to episode 219 of the Patriot Review. I was supposed to have Clay Clark today, but he had something come up that he had to address. Rather an emergency, I guess. So I have Dr. Ronald Boyd back instead, and we're going to, it's timely because we're going to talk about all the ways that uh, President Trump is under attack, and the latest, of course, being that his name is listed in the Epstein documents. Uh, so we'll talk about that. But first, I want to just focus on a few of the key stories. And uh, I'd like to know what you think of the new intro. I mean, is that, uh, that's what we're looking for, right? We're looking to restore our nation. We're looking to actually improve our nation and to get rid of the deep state and not just to go back to where we were you know, even uh, when President Trump was in office, the uh, the deep state was firmly entrenched, and he still managed to get a lot of great stuff done. But uh, we need to also get rid of the deep state. So when I say Operation Restore in 24 is kicked off, I'm not talking about going back to the status quo. I'm talking about uh, remaking our government in the vision of the founders and to actually you know, people attack everything from you know our social fabric to capitalism. Can you name it? And uh, my contention is that we haven't seen our government, uh, our nation be and function the way that it was intended to function for well over 100 years now because there's so many things that have been um, leached from us in terms of the power the people are supposed to have that we have an unrecognizable uh, government and an unrecognizable system of government and that our founding fathers would certainly be shocked at what they see today, as would leaders such as Martin Luther King Jr. be shocked to see what we're going through today. So interesting times to be alive without a doubt, but um, we got some serious work to do, and that's what Operation Restore in 24 is all about. It's about doing the work that it's going to take this year to ensure that we have a chance going forward because it's my firm belief that if, uh, President Trump doesn't win the election this year that we are pretty much sunk and um, that will be a sad day in history if that occurs so all right so we're going to get to a few stories here we'll start off with Mr. Bannon in the news and he has an urgent warning for us so he's saying that um, as the former White House strategist you know he's got an inside eye to what's going on and he really does he does a good job um, one of my favorites. So he's talking about Nikki Haley, and he's saying that uh, we have to do everything we can to be prepared for the fight that's coming, and that is that he is going. And he's saying that uh, it will be a all-out battle to get Nikki Haley on the ticket, and the reason being that uh, she would be viewed as you know having to have. We have to have a woman. We have to. We have to. Um, we have to put Nikki on for all these reasons that while they're not necessarily 
must-haves that the pressure will be there to do so. So Trump is soliciting input from his advisors, and he's talking about the stability of Nikki Haley as a prospective vice president uh, or the candidate to be vice president. And, you know, he's he's talking about um, uh, Tucker Carlson, you know, the former host of Fox News, obviously you know who he is. And does he have actually the intention to oppose Trump re-election uh, if Nikki Haley is on the ticket? And, of course, I agree. I think that um, Nikki should not be the choice. It's a rather short article there. My apologies for that. But I, you, you look at the all the choices, the potential choices that he has. You look at someone like uh, RFK Jr., that would be a fascinating ticket. But at the same time, I don't know the personalities would be able to mesh. Uh, you look at um, Vivek, who is probably one of the more common folks talked about. It would be uh, a better a better choice, perhaps. But um, so this is all heating up, and of course, you know the the VP is usually named at the convention, which is in Milwaukee this year, and um, it's going to be an interesting battle. So again, you know, I'd like to know your thoughts. You can comment on the video. You can uh, email me at redbloodedpatriots@protonmail.com and share your thoughts on this. Uh, we'll be posting on social media, obviously, so you have an opportunity to do that as well. We are on um, several great platforms, including the not brand new, but newer platform, Wimkin, that uh, I tell you what, these, these folks have been fantastic. Uh, check out Wimkin if you haven't done it as of yet. You can get in early on you know, the, the platform, and it, it's another good platform. I liken it to uh, Frank Social, still one of my favorite platforms, and... Um, you know, so there's a lot of good, a lot of good platforms that are out there where we can really speak our mind, and that it hasn't been the case for most of the mainstream platforms, as you well know. They're attacking every aspect of our constitutional rights, and that is exactly why Operation 24, Restore in 24, was started. Is um, every every amendment that you look at, right? You got the First Amendment. Well, we're the ones. Remember, they label us the fascists, and we'll talk with uh, Dr. Boyd about this too, I'm sure. But uh, it's really, it's really not us. When you look at every, every, uh, every constitutional argument that's out there, it is the uh, the left that's trying to take away the rights of the people as it applies to the Constitution. And um, shocker, there is no constitutional amendment that says you have the right to get an abortion. Um, Trump. Trump and the Supreme Court uh, rightfully kicked that to the states because that is a state constitutional issue, and they can figure that out. So that was a right call. All right, so we go on. Speaker Johnson in the news, and not for good reason. So he infuriates uh, fellow Republicans with a sudden move. And that move, the article says that um, he may now f face the possibility of losing his seat as well, like Kevin McCarthy did. Because the yearly defense spending measure must be passed, and Johnson had intended to include a brief extension to potent federal government surveillance tools. However, the Washington Examiner reported on Friday that members of the House Freedom Caucus announced their opposition to the action. Well, yes, I think Americans are tired of having the government brown shirts, the FBI and the other three-letter alphabet soup, jackbooted thug agencies that are out there 
attacking their own citizens instead of, you know, the one that really burns me and should burn you too is all these people coming across the border and what does the FBI focus on? White Christian guys. That's where the domestic terrorists, right? The guys who want you to follow the Constitution, you know, the documents you uh, swear an oath to, yeah, we're the ones to worry about. And then they come out and say, oh, by the way, um, there's really a heightened terrorist threat in our country uh, because of who's coming into the country. And uh, well, the answer is don't let them come into the country, obviously. Yet uh, they spend their time and, and our money on, on us and uh, on the supposed threat that we, that we, we uh, cause. The only threat that we cause is the threat of peaceful means to get rid of this tyranny. And uh, we are not the party who, or the people who typically uh, are violent. You know, we look at all the, the violence of BLM and Antifa, and that's obvious. That is not our gig. January 6th wasn't our gig either, and that's why that's why the false flag event, the American Reichstag fire, which I'm going to talk about more with Jake Lang tomorrow than tomorrow's show. It's uh, the 5th, so it's uh, close to the 6th, and we're going to talk a lot about that, but that's why the false flag event took place, right? That's why these uh, Antifa members were bussed in, right? I showed you that video, right? Escorted, escorted by Capitol Police, and... Uh, all dressed in riot gear, right? So that's why that was staged because uh, they they want to be able to to blame us for for this and uh, make us look like the extremists that we aren't. And that is uh, that's just the, the fact, the truth of it all. So obviously, you know, this is uh, something Johnson is going to have to he's going to have to choose if he's all in or not. And if he's all in, then he needs to forget the rhinos and leave them by the wayside and do what's right for the country instead of what's right for the lobbyists. All right. Now, also in the news, uh, we have a story on Trump here. You know, Epstein victim makes a shocking attorney admission about Trump. And the I don't know that it's so shocking, to be honest with you, but there's a little video down here I want to say I want to play here for you. Hopefully Obviously, our current president has had relationships with Epstein in the past, and there are those, uh, Katie Johnson and maybe other victims, who accuse Trump of being involved in things like this. Um, in my experience, Trump supporters will not listen to anything along those lines. Obviously, we're not a court of law here right now, but are those claims of the, the, that case was dropped? It was dropped before it went to, to court. In your opinion as a lawyer and your experience, is there anything you can say as to the validity of those claims or whether or not there will be any, you know, any more about that? Nothing at all. I, the only thing that I can say about President Trump is that he is the only person who, in 2009, when I served a lot of subpoenas on a lot of people, or at least gave notice to some pretty uh, connected people that I was going, that I wanted to talk to them, he is the only person who picked up the phone and said, "Let's just talk. I'll give you as much time as you want. I'll tell you what you need to know." and was very helpful in the information that he gave and gave no indication whatsoever that he was involved in anything untoward whatsoever, but had good information that checked out and that helped us and that we didn't have to take a, a, a deposition of him. And that was in 2009? That was in 2009. So, Do you know if there's any truth to James Patterson's claims that Trump kicked Epstein out of Mar-a-Lago? I've definitely heard that. 
so there we have it. We have, uh, you know, we have the attorney himself who's, you know, talked to 70, 70 such uh, accusers, and not accusers of Trump, but just people who involved were uh, accusing Epstein of what's going on in, on the island there at the time. So once again, you know, Trump is, is forthcoming, and he is uh, gracious with his time, and he explains what's going on. And it floors me how, you know, the, the two things that are really parallel to each other right now are the courts and and the treatment of Trump there and this. So we have automatically guilty, uh, automatically, you know, the the big bad evil Donald Trump. And um, I tell you what, if he is guilty, if, if they can prove he's guilty, then I'll I'll be leading the charge to to have him pay the price for it, uh, including jail time, of course. It but. But the problem is that I don't believe he's guilty, and I believe it's just another another way to impact the election. And after the videos that came out with um, with the, the six, the January six videos that they were withholding from everybody because uh, they were treating us like children, and we they knew we caught them. Well, it's the same type of thing here, I think, in that they are you know putting this out there, doing everything they can and uh, actually lying about what the real evidence says, as they always do. And I think this is another case of that. So 2009, Trump came forward and said, yeah, I'll talk to you about it. I'll tell you whatever you want. Now, remember, Trump was a celebrity, obviously, before he became president. So he met a lot of people, had a lot of photographs with people. He probably doesn't remember 90% of them because they're, they're people who just uh, knew who he was and were asking with photos, uh, asking to take photos with him. And I think that's probably true across the board for people on both sides of the aisle that uh, have celebrity, you know, and I wouldn't take that away from anybody on the left either. So we have to be realistic about what's going on and, and be honest about what's going on. But uh, as you know, the one arm of the one group of players that really are, is destroying our country is the media because they push the narrative in different directions and it's, it's all 100% political and people uh you know if, if it's uh if it's an opinion show like this and you know that i'm feeding you my opinion then you can decide whether or not to swallow it you know but if it's hard news they they have really abandoned their purpose and we've seen that now for years all right speaking of the media we have this uh, code red at the white house which basically is something you're not hearing in the media and that is that the key demographics, uh, key demographic groups angry with Biden are rapidly deserting him. So given the extremely low poll ratings, this is not a typical presidential slump that can be easily dismissed and resolved through campaigning and socializing. So Joe Biden doesn't campaign, first of all. He comes out of his basement on occasion. He has little chairs with little circles around him, a total of 24, and he can only fill half of them. And those are people who generally work for him. Um, so that is the Joe Biden that we remember campaigning. And, and Joe Biden just, um, <laughs> he's in enough trouble as it is, just, just with uh, his inability to actually attract people. So it's getting worse. The current situation that is uh, being observed, which the media is not re uh, reporting, might be described as code red in the realm of politics. We are witnessing the utter disintegration of a prominent political person 
while the media is fervently attempting to conceal it. The article says Richard Barris, a pollster, provided the, his perspective on the collapse of Joe Biden's entire political career and of the Democratic Party. And I'm going to have to go over here to read it because the text is too small on this other one unless I increase it here. Give me just a second. All right, so Richard uh, Barris says um, the poll is showing that um, we're not seeing a normal week, showing one year out an incumbent president seeking re-election. So this is not, not the normal pattern is what he's saying. And um, he's comparing it to Obama. He said historically he's far below Barack Obama at this point who won and significantly lower than Donald Trump who lost, but we know he didn't lose. So he's comparing over to past presidents and just saying that, you know, this is really a disaster and Biden's in a lot of trouble here. And, you know, I think that um, we all know that. We're all aware of that. But, of course, we're all ready for the, the other shoe to drop and for him to pull out that miraculous uh, victory after four days of feeding illegal votes into the system and shutting down the, the counting and everything else. Um that is what uh, I think most of us expect to see again, because there's been no consequence for the cheating in the last election. And um, there's no reason to think, in my mind, there's no reason to think that um, they won't attempt the same thing. I don't think they'll succeed this time, though. I think people are wise to them. All right, so we'll be right back after this, and I'll have uh, Dr. Ronald Boyd. After we watched our daughter Grace die on FaceTime, I uh, immediately felt that I needed to go to the hospital, though I was still pretty sick. And I met Jessica and our pastor there. And um, while we were in the room, we Jessica and I had to spend a few moments just with Grace alone. And it was it was just a horrific. Um, sight to come upon us. Her daughter Grace was now gone. Um, the emotions that came over the top of our minds and just our physical bodies were just unbelief. We, uh, we took her BiPAP off because it was still on. This was hope and prayers that somehow she wasn't really gone and as soon as we did that the color of grace changed, and um, we had to accept that she was truly gone. Not one person stepped foot in that room. How can you do that? How can you allow an innocent person, a child, she's only 19 years old, die in front of your eyes? You don't do that. If you're human, you don't do that. They knew they weren't going to convince us to put Grace on a ventilator. That means the money was going to dry up. They had to have the money. And when you follow the money trail all the way through, you see that a ventilator is about a $300,000 decision. That they had higher paying patients in the emergency room. 
grace is worth more dead than alive. We don't just need food, we need to eat food with a high nutritional value. Who wants to just survive food shortages? Let's thrive in times of adversity and lack. Optimize your daily nutrition and ensure you and your family have our two-year shelf-stable kingdom fuel as a cornerstone of your emergency food supply. Don't sacrifice your health or your taste buds. Stock up on kingdom fuel now. Ignore the thought police and subscribe or follow the Patriot Review. It's your patriotic duty. All right, we're back. And if you want to get your hands on some Kingdom Fuel, you can do so by going to Sherwood.tv slash TPR. That's Sherwood.tv slash TPR. Get your hands on some Kingdom Fuel today. The documentary Breaking the Oath, you can see that on my website, which is redbloodedpatriots.com. You can see it on my documentary filmmaking website, which is America First Productions, America the number one ST productions.com. You can also buy the director's edition, which you can get for $10 off if you use America First as a coupon code. You can get that on AmericaFirstProductions.com. Otherwise, the documentary is free. The, uh, the director's edition is extended interviews. You can pick that up, and uh, that's greatly appreciated. to help support me to do more documentaries in the future, which I have a few in the kitty that um, I'm getting off the ground here as we speak. So, all right, we're going to go to Ronald Boyd now. i got him standing by for an interview. Here he is. I'd like to welcome back to the show Dr. Ronald Boyd, the TPR historian. Ronald, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Thank you for having me on again. You bet. My pleasure. We are going to talk about President Trump and how he is treated basically by the, the DOJ and the court system. And mm -hmm. um, I guess by extension, how, how we're treated because we're all lumped into the same group, right? Mm -hmm. that's, so, that's correct. Obviously, the thing that everybody's talking about is the Epstein documents that were released and the fact that Trump that Trump's name appears in there. Mm -hmm. And um, they fail to see what's in front of their eyes when it comes to Joe Biden and everything that yeah. his history uh, regarding pedophilia. Uh, yeah. But they jump onto the <laughs> fact that, that Trump supposedly is on this list. And... Mm -hmm. um, you know, they talk about about him as if it's a certainty that he is once it well, it shouldn't be a surprise. He's always guilty before he's ever even heard, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, quite frankly, I think uh his name added onto the list, I think, is a fabrication. I, I really don't think he was ever on that island. And in fact, it's a known fact that he didn't like Epstein. He kicked him off his uh his resort. You know, he kicked him out. You know, yeah, so, when they asked him, uh, they asked him about Epstein before he made a comment about uh, kicking him out of Mar-a-Lago because he was making passes at at young girls, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, Trump, which he did appreciate. Yeah, and Trump kicks him out. So it's not quite the action of somebody who uses a guy for 
illegal services like yeah. you know uh having sex with minors so yeah exactly yeah. you know just because uh he had photograph taken with him you know when you see photographs of trump and epstein together it, that doesn't mean anything right you know how many how many photographs of trump with somebody do you do you see he he has photographs with everyone right i'm sure he has one of, with oprah i know you you see uh photographs of him with obama or whatever you know especially uh during the inauguration or whatever uh i think uh he had yeah. probably one taken with Clinton. He probably had one taken with Reagan. Uh, you well, name sure. it. Sure. I mean, he's a, he was a celebrity before. Yeah. He ever so, became president, so he's like he's going to have pictures with a lot of people. Yeah, exactly. More you have, let's take Barack Obama for example. Now, if you have a picture of Barack Obama 15 years ago with mm -hmm. Jeffrey Epstein, it would be a different matter because Obama was not, it was not uh, you know anyone famous at the time. He was. Yeah. Right. I mean, right. he was. And and even then, they would sweep that under the rug. Of course you know, they because would. Because Obama's untouchable. Right. Well, God forbid you say something about Biden as well. And, you know, Biden, yeah. Biden is, is um, man, he's just got so much more behavior on exhibit that mm -hmm. really makes you wonder. And his daughter's own diary talks about him showering with her. Right. And, yeah. Uh, and and that's the thing. Like you look at X, you see so many uh, useful idiots out there with posts saying, oh, guess who wasn't on the list? Uh, Joe Biden and Barack Obama. Yeah, OK, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Joe Biden didn't need his services. He had his daughter. And <laughs> there's there's plenty of video showing him sniffing little girl's hair. You know, and touching right. them and fondling right. them. You know, so it's like, spare us. And boys, by the way, not yes. just little girls. You know, and, so uh, spare us the sanctimony. Right. Right, and it's par for the course. I mean, they're going to use anything they can, and and wouldn't surprise me if it was fabricated because they've already mm -hmm. shown that they're going to go to whatever extent they need to go to to keep Trump out of the White House. Right, uh, and and that's my theory. My theory is all the legal maneuverings they've done has failed miserably. You know, every time they indict him, his poll numbers go up. So uh, the, the only way they could think of was putting his name on that list so maybe people who actually have some moral morals will say, hey, wait a minute, you know, Trump is on that list. I mean, he's bad, so we we can't vote for him. That's mm -hmm. what that is. Oh, yeah. It's all sabotage. I wouldn't put that past him, you know, but um, it's also quite possible that Trump's name is on the list for other reasons. I mean, he's like we were oh, yeah. talking. He, he was a celebrity at the time. He may have been invited down there before he knew what was going on down there. And yeah. And then once he found out, he left. He never well, went back. If he ever found out, I mean, maybe it was yeah. just a matter of him knowing something was wrong with this guy after he spent time yeah. on the, on there. And um, it'll be interesting to see the back and forth that yeah. comes out about, you know, with this, because I can only imagine that um, he would be quite, quite upset if the, oh, yeah. you know, I mean, if, if this is, uh, especially if this is a ploy, you know, and he wasn't mm -hmm. ever even there. Or he might've been on the plane 
they landed, but he might not have gotten off. You yeah, know, knows. maybe he was waiting for the plane to be refueled and they took back, you know, they took off again and he left, you know. So there's, there's plenty of circumstances where you could be on that island, but yet not on the island. Right. If you, if you know what I mean. Right. Uh, so to me, I, I think it's a fabrication. It's just a smear campaign to discredit uh, President Trump. To get him to either drop out of the race or get it to where he's, you know, taken off the ballots or people just don't vote for him. It's whatever, whatever uh, reason they they want, basically. Yeah, let's talk about that a little bit. You know, the, the taking him off the ballots using the Fourteenth Amendment. What's your, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, my thoughts is it's well taking him off the ballot for one thing is definitely undemocratic. It's, to me, a violation of the Constitution, even though they cite the 14th Amendment. But the thing is, the 14th Amendment does not apply. The, the Section 3 of the 14th Amendment was targeted against Confederates after the Civil War. You know, uh, so how old are you telling me that Donald Trump is? You know, <laughs> right. Was he a colonel in the Confederate Army? No, he wasn't. And... <laughs> And insurrection, really? What insurrection? Yeah, January exactly. 6th is not an insurrection. No, and, not even close. And they fail to realize what what the purpose of an insurrection is. The purpose of an insurrection is to overthrow the government. Donald Trump was president at the time, so these morons are telling me that Donald Trump was attempting to overthrow himself. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, and, you and can't funny, overthrow yourself. And once again, you know, the the irony is is not lost on anybody with half a brain that um, right. you know, the the insurrectionists actually were BLM and Antifa when they're burning down federal buildings with federal employees inside of it, right? And mm -hmm. it's also not lost on us that when the footage that they would refuse to release when it was released mm -hmm. showed, you know, nothing but um people i mean the buffalo guy you know he's he's in there in the chamber praying right and yeah there's, there's no armed insurrection there's no attempt no. to overthrow the government whatsoever and every election you know that the the left doesn't like they're right there to call the election you know um fraudulent fraudulent yeah and um right there to try to challenge the election Right, As Al Gore. I mean, he took it to court, right? And mm -hmm. That's <laughs> so right. It, it's funny how it can't. It can only be on one side, and yeah, you know. And that's what I always point out. It's like, oh, okay. So when a Republican challenges the election or uh, questions the election, that's treason. Okay, but when a Democrat, you know, questions the election and and claims that it's fraudulent, claims that it was stolen. Oh, that's perfectly fine. You know, that, that's hypocrisy. Hypocrisy of the first kind. And the fact that, you know, they, they sit in there saying that, oh, it was an insurrection. They were violent. The, the rioters were violent. Really, the only people who were violent were the police. That's they right. shot somebody. They beat somebody to death on, and, on Capitol steps. Yeah, and the agitators that they bust in there to... to yeah. uh, 
to serve exactly this purpose. It's the, it's the American Reichstag fire, right? When we talk about oh, yeah. that. Oh, yeah, it's um, a false flag operation. Yeah. You know. Right. That's right. So, so to me, the, the fact that they've been taking him off all the well, two states have taken him off the ballot. But I think uh, Colorado actually backed down or they had a, a something in their decision saying, well, you know, if Trump uh, challenges it in court, OK, we'll, we'll leave him on the ballot. You know, so they left the back door open for themselves to save themselves. But the uh, secretary of state of Maine is a complete moron. She doesn't understand the law. She doesn't understand the 14th Amendment or the Constitution. She has no right or no power to remove him off the ballot without due process. Right. And this is the thing that people, I, I just, it blows my mind. People don't get it. Uh, he's, he lo there's no due process. You know, they no, automatically yeah. assume he's guilty. Yeah, he hasn't had due process, nor has he been convicted of anything. And exactly. He has not been charged of insurrection. And in fact, the Senate or the, the Congress uh, didn't convict uh, Donald Trump during the impeachment. And when they decided whatever charges that they were going to throw at him, they didn't include insurrection because they knew there wasn't one. Right. So he wasn't charged with it. He was not indicted uh, with insurrection. He was not convicted of insurrection. I want to see the court case where he was convicted where you can actually take him off the ballots, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So this is just ludicrous. And quite frankly, the secretary of state of Maine should be impeached and removed from office and banned from further public office. Period. Well, there's definitely a drive to do that. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's what's you know. in the news right now is that there's a drive to do that. And, and it should happen. And, it, mm -hmm. you know, across the country, we've seen this same type of idiocy and, um seems that the consequences for those people who are who are doing the damage to our justice system are, mm -hmm. are very slow in coming but i think that once the mantle of power is turned over that we'll see a lot more of that which mm -hmm. which i'll be grateful to see you see the see the information coming out and i think we'll see you know that the i mean the doj and the fbi they're they're gonna really be exposed for what they've been yeah you know and and, uh, and uh that's also another thing that dumbfounds me too all these people who are cheering this stuff on you know you're cheering yeah. fascism that's you're not right. saving democracy you're it's it's not saving democracy at all removing someone off a ballot denying millions of people their candidate you know whoever they want to vote for that's not democracy that's fascism and you know, they take, uh, they do all this stuff and they're blind to see that, okay, uh, you're setting the precedent. Okay, what happens when the Republicans take office? They mm -hmm. do the exact same thing to you. You're going to scream fascism. That's no, right. That's, right. That's BS. It was fascism when you started it. You don't, you don't wait until the Republicans do it to you and then scream fascism. No, you should be screaming fascism now. It doesn't matter which party does it. That's it's right. Fascism, period. That's right. We don't want any party to behave that way. I mean, that's, that's exactly that's not that's not good. It's not right. So obviously, you know, Trump is not going to get a fair shake on any any issue. Oh, no. And you know, to me, this is kind of like the October surprise, right? I mean, it's 
they're gonna they're gonna milk this thing for everything it's worth. And you know, I think his name is on the Epstein list, and I think that all these things are are continuing to increase in size because mm -hmm. they are covering up for more and more. Um, as it becomes more and more obvious to see what Joe mm -hmm. Biden is and what the oh, yeah. Democrat Party is, they need mm -hmm. more and more, I think, to and bigger and bigger to try and take our eyes off of what's really going on. Oh, yeah. Well, and we all know that all the court cases that, you know, Donald Trump has to go through, they're all in Democrat areas. So you yeah. know damn well he's not going to get a fair trial. Right. He's going to get railroaded, and then he's going to have to appeal. And that's what I think the, pl the plan is all along, is to get him in court and tie him up so he can't campaign. And then, you know, you convict him on bullshit charges, and he's going to have to spend almost an entire campaign season trying to get it reversed. Yep. You know? And, yeah, they're going to tie him up time-wise, and they're going to tie his money up. I mean, they want to yeah. bleed it. They want to bleed him dry of every cent that he has. Well, he's done that with Giuliani. They forced mm -hmm. him to file for bankruptcy. Mm -hmm. And you got morons sitting there celebrating it. It's like, really? You're celebrating it now, but wait until they come after you. You know? Right, right. Because you might say... seconds ago you know yeah that was great but now oh no you can't say that you know so uh as we all know the left eats their own so it's just a matter of time before also, it's also where the true hate resides the true um oh, yeah. the true unfounded hate oh yeah i mean look at how they've been treating nikki haley you know mm -hmm. oh nikki haley she had a gotcha question you know about the civil war well, she was partly right in what she was saying, but, you know, just because she didn't say that slavery is bad, uh, it, it's probably implied, you know. <laughs> but well, yeah, I don't think you need to say slavery is bad when you're talking about it. It automatically, yeah. I mean, that's a given, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> everyone knows that the Civil War was about slavery. You don't not have to I, mention it. You don't have to I, mention it with every breath. Right, not that I... You know? uh, not that I like Nikki Haley or think she should be on the ticket for VP, which I, which um, Steve Bannon came out and said that, hey, you know, they're going to try to force Nikki Haley on a ticket. Yeah. And I don't want to see her on a ticket. I, yeah. I don't, I don't think she'd work well with, with Trump. And, uh, no. No. Uh, yeah. I, don't, 
actually, quite frankly, I think the Vivek should be the VP. But that would be an interesting ticket. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you know they're both businessmen, they're both entrepreneurs, or you know, you know they they get stuff mm -hmm. done. But well, Mike Pence I, was I, certainly I, a, a crappy choice, that's for sure. Oh yeah, he's turned oh, out yeah. to be the rhino that he is, and um, yeah. A lot of a lot of the blame for January sixth goes on his shoulders because mm -hmm. he he really could have uh, he really could have done it differently and exposed everything that really happened. Oh yeah, and he but chose he chose he, the safe path, the rhino path. Mm -hmm. so oh, yeah, he didn't want to he didn't want to uh, I don't know get involved or whatever, so he took the easy way out. But you know, I I just find it funny how. You know, they automatically sit there and they criticize the Republicans. Oh, slavery, blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, uh, yeah, the Civil War was about slavery, but, you know, Partially. who's the one to freed the slaves? Who's yeah. the one to freed the slaves? Yeah. Who's the Republicans? Right. Who was the party that actually supported and defended slavery? It was the Democrats. Right. Who's the one who did, uh, who passed Jim Crow laws? Democrats. Who's the one that actually created the uh, KKK? People who voted for Democrats and maybe Democrats, you know. Yeah, definitely so it's Democrats. Like, <laughs> you know, so it's like you're trying to throw mud at some at something uh, that your party was actually involved in and defended. So well, it goes all the way to you know, it goes all the way to the 20th century and beyond. I mean, today they're doing it by insisting on segregation again, right? And yeah, it's just pure racism. And 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 reverse racism in find. this case. Oh yeah, and what I find so dumbfounding is that you know you got people who's defending it. Yeah, you know, right. it's like oh wow, yeah, yeah. It's I think it's okay for for blacks to have their own dorm. Oh really? You know you know yeah. what? Sixty years ago they were protesting that asshole. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Are you that stupid? It's like, Come on. You know, yeah. sixty years ago it was bad. Now it's right. good. Right. Right. It well, yeah, and it'd be interesting to see what Martin Luther King Jr. had to say about that, right? I mean, he'd be yeah. floored. He'd be oh, he'd be destroyed. Oh yeah, he's rolling happening. in his grave. Yeah, he's, you know, he's rolling in his grave right now. So, you what know? do you think of the what do you think the outcome of all this is? You know, they always history is written by the winners, right? That's what mm -hmm. they always say. So, what? Uh, what do you? What's your prediction of how Donald Trump is going to be viewed in, you know, the next ten years, twenty years, thirty years? I think he's going to be viewed as one of the greatest presidents we ever had. I mean, let, let's face it. Look at all the accomplishments he, that he had. Yeah, low gas prices. We had energy independence. We were drilling. We were we were you know, uh, digging out coal. We were pumping out gas and and oil like never before and we had no wars imagine that uh, or at least no new wars that you could think of right uh, we had he had the highest minority par labor participation uh ever we had low taxation we had a relatively secured border we had all kinds of things that showed that he was a great president that biden and, came in and immediately destroyed yeah and also think about this, even though he had two parties really against him, if you think about, it, you know, you had the rhinos of the Republicans against him and you got the Democrats. Mm -hmm. 
despite the fact that he had those two parties against him, he was still an effective president. Yeah, and people will say, you know, how can you say the Republicans were against him? Well, it's easy because other status quo deep staters, those are the ones that mm-hmm. hated him because he was going to bring he was bringing change for the average person. Right. And yeah, and so I think you're right. If but doesn't that depend on if he's victorious in in uh, 24 here? Maybe. I mean, I mean, it would help, but I I think you know as history progresses you know you, you're going to have the documents this you know especially from his administration where you can see all of it mm-hmm. and then of course- hey patriots it's jeff wagner let's face it it's getting harder and harder to make ends meet it's only going to get worse this inflation is going to continue as a matter of fact our dollar is in jeopardy of even existing with the crazies that want to go to the digital currency to control us all you can go to KirkElliottPhD.com slash The Patriot Review, get all kinds of free, great information, and invest in gold and silver for your future. Our world is full of electromagnetic fields that, even though we can't see them, are affecting our bodies, our sleep, and even our ability to think clearly. The advent of 5G is only making this worse. There is an answer. Visit Fix the World by clicking the link in the Patriot Review show description below to view natural products that can actually protect you from EMF and 5G and even improve your sleep. Skeptical? Get the free Dangers of EMF Radiation ebook free by clicking on its direct link also in the show description. Here's a nutritional hack anyone can master. Replace a meal a day with our kingdom feel. Or, if you're a monster in the gym, add a shake to your daily meal plan. Our unique meal shakes are balanced, low glycemic, rich in fiber, 20 grams of clean protein, essential vitamins and minerals, healthy fat, and organic fruits and vegetables. Kingdom Fill is vegan with a complete amino acid profile. Bottom line, it's a simple start to a transformed life. No gimmicks, just results. Start today. Hey, Patriots, you can save up to 66% at MyPillow.com. When you use the code TPR, that stands for The Patriot Review. That's TPR, or call 800-519-9927. That's 800-519-9927. I use these products myself. I can tell you they are the best quality bar none. So go ahead, use the code TPR, and get up to 66% off right now. Coming to you from the land of common sense and American pride. Not a unicorn or rainbow in sight. Welcome back to the Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner. Just have to look back to see uh, what Biden has done. And and this is the, the irony of the whole thing. Biden could be probably one of the most popular presidents ever in the history of the United States if he did one thing. And guess what that one thing would be? Nothing. Yeah, exactly. Nothing. 
<laughs> if he left everything alone, because Donald Trump warned him, he said, look, I set it up where you can be very successful. You just leave it alone and you're going to do a great job. But what does he do on day one? He reverses everything. Yeah. Everything. So mm -hmm. guess what happens? Inflation goes up. Uh, gas prices skyrocket. Uh, the border's wide ass open. People simply waltz across the border. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's, did that. he's done all this because he's in the, the, the pockets of the globalists and people need to realize that. Oh, yeah. And he's not, he, he's not, he's basically a puppet. And, oh, of course he is. And he's not, uh, you know, he's, he's not the one that, that's pulling the strings. Similar to Barack Obama, as far as having an opportunity to be viewed as a great president. And Obama mm -hmm. is the reason for all the divisiveness between the races now. And, mm -hmm. you know, the, 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 the Baltimore issue and um, yeah, protests and uh, that's where all this really this anti-white, mm -hmm. anti-American, anti-republic uh, uh, drive comes from. But it, but it's all towards the goal of globalism, right? Because they've realized yeah. that there's a, a lot more wealth and a lot more power mm -hmm. if they go globalist than there yeah. is, and and they're not interested in really doing anything for the country. I don't know. I mean, their actions show that. And I don't know how people can yeah. see that. And I always find it funny how they always, you know, say mega extremist this, mega that, you know, oh, mega, yeah. mega, mega, mega fascist. Yeah. Domestic this. terrorists. Yeah. And it's like, oh, and even Biden had the gall saying mega Republicans don't, uh, was it? respect the constitution or something like yeah, that yeah, like yeah. really we've been actually screaming for the return of our constitution we've been screaming about our rights under the constitution uh we've been screaming about how the government is taking our rights away and you have the gall of telling us that we don't respect the constitution when it's you who's well, they, tearing it apart all every day this is part of the Alinsky playbook. I mean, do what oh, yeah. you know, they do what they're accusing others of. And oh, of course, you know, that's part of the deal. And all you got to do is look at it. Okay. Let's talk about the first amendment. Well, geez, which group is censoring which group, right? I mean, yeah. let's look at the second amendment, which group is taking away your right to defend yourself. Yeah, right? exactly. Which group you is. Know, yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, they accuse us of the ones banning books. Oh, you're banning books. You're taking books out of schools. No. What we're doing is we're moving age inappropriate books to the appropriate age section of the library. Right. We're not removing anything. We're not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you talk about illegal search and seizures. You have them busting down school moms' doors. I mean, you could go mm -hmm. on and on, right? Right through the Constitution. And, yeah. You know. yeah. And, and that's the thing, too. That's what they want to do. They want to get rid of that yeah. particular yeah, clause of the Constitution. They're jackbooted <laughs> thugs. I mean, they yeah. literally are the brown shirts of the United States. Yeah, they want to get rid of the uh, the illegal uh, search and seizure clause of the Constitution. They want to be able to come into your through your door and inspect your house, you know, and yeah. they want to control every aspect of your life. We all know right. that. Well, yeah, I mean, they want to control. You know, I've used the example before, you know, from Bloomberg, the, the uh, size of your soda 
And you look at now, yeah. they want to control which range you can buy, right? You can't buy yeah. natural gas. And the whole reason, you know, they attacked coal successfully, and Donald Trump comes in and he makes us energy independent, right? Mm -hmm. Then, then uh, Biden comes in and he stops everything, and mm -hmm. we become dependent again. And then he has to sell right. the reserves, and he sells who? Just China. China. Yeah. People. Of all countries yeah. and um you know and then um we keep on going down the road and everything with with the green new deal and all that stuff i mean it's just another it's just another globalist agenda power grab and oh yeah the ones paying the price for it oh yeah i think he already added like six trillion dollars to the deficit you know mm -hmm. and he has the gall saying, oh, I reduced the deficit by $1.3 trillion. And it's like, no, you didn't. You just weren't earmarked that money. You weren't able to spend it. So, yeah. yeah, they always do that, so, don't they? Yeah. And and the whole idea of, uh, uh, you know, this globalist nonsense or whatever, or, or actually uh, the oil thing. You know, yes, he emptied out our strategic reserve, but all of a sudden now they're touting that oh, throughout the country, uh, gas prices are a dollar ninety three a gallon. People are saving a hundred dollars uh, on gas now, and they're saying oh, we're pumping more gas than or oil than ever now. Oh gee, uh, why weren't you doing that before? You know. Yeah, no, it's all electric. We knew that was coming. It's oh, all yeah. the it's, it's all, all before election the election. Before. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like we we're not stupid. We see what's going on. We we can tell what you're doing. It's nonsense. Yeah. You know, you should have been doing this on day one rather than day, you know, six hundred and thirty eight. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like give me a break. Yeah, exactly. Well, we knew this was coming. I mean, this is okay. you know, it just like the just like the whole Epstein Island thing, you know, they wouldn't release them, they wouldn't release them, they wouldn't release them, and here we go. It's time to release them so we can use this, this yeah, ploy, against, right? Against Trump. Right. Yeah. It's like, oh, why won't you release the the uh, the document? Well, we're, we're waiting uh, to type in Donald Trump's name in. Uh, yeah. Oh, whoops. Uh, I shouldn't have said yeah, that. Yeah, right. You know, and it's <laughs> funny because it's, it's like, um, okay, so the Republicans were successful in getting the January 6th documents released. Um, mm -hmm. So, gee, uh, what can we do? Uh, oh, I yeah. got it. Let's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's release the, the, just add on his name and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I think, uh, you know, they criticized Trump, you know, saying, oh, he read Mein Kampf. Yeah, so what? You know. Well, yeah, uh, I mean, a lot of people have read it. Yeah, I mean, if as a historian, <laughs> yeah, I should be reading it. Because, gee, guess what? I'm an historian. <laughs> yeah, know? exactly. And if you want to understand uh, Nazism or Adolf Hitler or anti-Semitism of Nazi Germany, that's the book to read. You know, so, mm -hmm. and he, yeah, maybe you read it. Maybe you didn't. Same you with know? the world. I mean, if you want to know, I mean, the, the common question is, why did he think the way he thought? What, you know? Yeah. So that's how you find out. If you look at the world education, or the World Economic Forum and their their documents, you yeah. see the same you see the same plan, not as Hitler's, but the well, in a way, as Hitler's, the, the global yeah. dominance, right? Mm -hmm. You see that uh, in their documents, but of course, nobody wants to 
hear anybody who's actually shouting out the warning saying, yeah. you know, hey, this agenda here, this is going to destroy the world and, and destroy freedom across the world. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, it's all it's all always only about destroying Donald Trump. It doesn't matter what they have to do. It doesn't matter how they have to get it done. You know, and I, I think as we see more and more of this stuff, this stuff coming out, we're going to see more and more serious attempts at taking mm -hmm. his life. I think oh, yeah. I wouldn't put that past him either, you know, especially if it looks like he's going to win. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, you know, it'd be a, a car accident, plane crash, you know, you name, whatever it is, it's going to be, you know, they're, they're going gonna to try, try it. Yeah. Yep. And, and we need to be fearful of that because, you know, think about it. If they can get rid of Donald Trump in that manner, what's stopping them doing that to us? There, well, you know, I don't have any, I don't have any proof, but I'm, but I would believe that it already is happening to people because there have been some pretty uh, sudden, sudden deaths of people who, you know, mm -hmm. were speaking out. Oh yeah. So, who knows? Yeah. We're gonna have to stop there for today. Well, I would say that we have seen those events, those types of events happening. All we have to do is look at the, the man who's in the news big time right now, Mr. Jeffrey Epstein, and what happened to him. I really don't believe that he hung himself in that jail cell. I can't prove it, but I don't believe it. Sounds to me more like he got Clintonized than anything else, especially when we hear uh, the extent to which Clinton's coming out in the in the papers, in the Epstein papers. So uh, I will be back tomorrow with Clay Clark. Uh, sorry, not Clay Clark, Jake Lang. And we'll be talking about uh, January 6th. And um, in that interview with uh, Dr. Boyd there, what I intended to say was the January 6th videos that the that the Republicans were able to finally get in release, not documents. So they um, mistakenly said documents there. But uh, we will see you all tomorrow. God bless you and have a great Thursday. Have you ever wondered what it's like to be a January 6th political prisoner rotting away in horrible conditions? January 6th patriots are subject to cruel and unusual punishment every day and kept imprisoned for nearly three years without trial. These American heroes have to survive inhumane conditions where they lack basic food nutrients, clothing, and hygiene. Joe Biden's corrupt Department of Justice and FBI Gestapo has been making sure the families of these brave patriots are suffering as well. The breadwinner has been ripped out of the home, and these young families are being extorted thousands of dollars a year to keep up with commissary costs for their J6 prisoner. Many families have been completely devastated, missed mortgage payments and kicked out of their homes, and even the family car repossessed. The ongoing battle these families face to stay afloat and support their loved ones in prison is in desperate need of our help. You can now sponsor a January 6th family to help support them in their greatest time of need. SponsorJ6.com is a new organization started by January 6th political prisoner for 965 days, Jake Lang, ensuring 100% of funds made go to Patriots Commissary accounts. By becoming a sponsor of a J6 family, you can ensure one of the nearly 200 currently incarcerated J6 prisoners is properly clothed and fed. Sign up today 
to give the vital help these families need and make a real impact in the lives of our POWs. Head to SponsorJ6.com 